What's going on, everyone? Welcome back to Top Drawer Podcast. Adam and Alex here with you after the conclusion of Match Week 22 and 23. I believe so. All right, yeah. Uh, Yeah, so wrapped up. I know there were some FA Cup matches taking place. Match Week 24 also on the horizon. Uh, For those that are still invited to the party, Europe is back. Uh, Champions League. Although when you have teams not being allowed into the country of their opponent, And having to find a neutral ground, it might be a good indicator that a multinational international tournament during a pandemic might not be the best idea. However, there are people that get paid a lot more money than me that apparently think it is a great idea. And I, of course, shamelessly will continue to watch it. Correct. So um, having said that, Alex, how are you? How was your uh, how was your week? How was your footballing week? Uh. I'm good. Uh, my week could have been better in the world of English football. Uh, United failed to climb to the top of the ladder or, or to continue to chase City as close as they could with the draw to Everton. I think we'll get into that in a little bit. Um, outside of that, American footballing world doing pretty good. So had That's to, right. Had to live through Monday, probably one of my worst days, but had the day off work. And now I thought today was Monday, all day today, so... I uh, I still felt it this morning. I woke up and I had a I had a headache behind my left eye. Still, I, mm. I was it was one of those ones. I allegedly we didn't go to bed till like uh, like four thirty. I think. Yeah, that sounds about right. So that was rough. Um, very difficult. Very difficult, especially when my started getting emails and phone calls for work. And even though I was supposed to be off, it's like, well, just. Take care. I couldn't like stand up longer than like 20 minutes in a row. Mm-hmm. I had to, once I got to about 20 minutes, I needed like some respite. I took, I, I kept changing from my gaming chair to my bed, which is right next to it. I would just roll from one to the other to either be just sitting or slunk. laying down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it was a bad one. And And the cool thing is now that the big game is over here in the States, mm-hmm. we get to see, um, all of those really awesome graphics about how the Super Bowl doesn't have as many viewers as the World Cup. Every, everybody gets it. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're talking apples and oranges here. Yeah. The NFL is not played in Mumbai. Nope. So chances are there's a big demographic that they just don't don't have their hooks in. But that's okay, right? They got Tom, their hooks in, in, in us, so I guess that's all that matters. Yeah, Tom Brady continues to just be a necromancer. I mm-hmm. mean, I don't mm-hmm. know what else there is to say about him and the, the ability to do what he does. Uh, it's um, James Milner, right? Except to a point starting all of the time, right? Tom Brady did the Super Bowl is what James Milner is to the lac- the uh, the lactate test, the preseason, right? It's Where you more- just run and run and run and then they measure whatever levels. Yeah. He, he's going to be like 86 and still winning it. But I, uh, on, on my English footballing side, uh, mm. not good. Yeah, you had a worse week not than good. I did. Liverpool, I think it was, what, 68 matches unbeaten at home, mm. only to lose three on the bounce. Yeah. Burnley, which you all know from last week. Uh, Brighton. Tariq Lamptey less Brighton, by the mm, way. Which, and, there's even no consolation there. I mean, yeah, if the godson was playing, you'd go, well, of course. Mm-hmm. But no, so uh, 
and now uh man city man city they uh they did it they did one over liverpool 4-1 allison turned into carius uh gunduan missed a penalty so that was nice yeah but that was about all i got all i had uh so not good not good at all no, not ideal. Uh, one thing I do, I do have to bring up. I, I know other pundits talk about this a lot. Klopp's got to just calm down on the on the on the passing the buck might be a bit strong of a term, but he gets pretty pretty. Did you see how high they cut the grass blades this weekend? You're like, all right, let's let's bring it back a little bit. Yeah. So are he... we still are we still talking about penalties from two years ago? Like, what what are we talking? Yeah, he's always been, I don't know. And part of me wonders, because the guy is, he's not an idiot. No. So part of me wonders, like, is this some kind of, I don't know, diversion? Like like a tactic to put it on him? Because mm-hmm. some of these things, I think it's just kind of, he doesn't uh, like so. Case in point, right? So he made what was a a mental error in how many the two weeks he thought Manchester City had off when they had COVID. Um, and Pep got like super offended and was like, "Oh, next time I see Jurgen, I'll tell him. Maybe it was two. Maybe it was three. I don't know. Maybe mm-hmm. it was four weeks I had off." He's like, "Next time I see him, I'll ask him how many weeks we had off. Maybe mm-hmm. he could look at a calendar." However, there have been ones where he's talked about like overwatering a pitch and this and that. So I think in those instances, I think he just conscious flow of thought. It was just stream of information coming out of him. Yeah. I think that's just kind of how he rolls. Uh, I know he's not the biggest. I don't know. He's like anybody. And, and sometimes he gets a rap like, oh, he's a sore loser. Okay. Show me a not sore loser and I'll show you a loser. Right. Like, yeah, I don't want my manager to be like, well, you know, it's just a, the sun was out on Mercy's side today. And I think both sides really had fun. I know I had a good time and, and just I'm just happy to be here. Like, yeah. don't give me that shit. I don't want that. Some of it does bug me a little bit, but, you know, whatever. I, I, I wish he would just abstain sometimes. Yeah. I mean, there there is that the school of thought that he does it to take a. a to pull heat to himself instead of to others. Although I find that kind of a, a lazy argument, mainly because the press is going to dog on whatever the press wants to dog on. And you're not really going to stop that train. Uh, but agreed. I mean, yeah, six, one half dozen of the other, um, yeah. got bigger issues to worry about than that. We, do. I don't know. I don't know what the hell is happening here. I'm my gain is all over the place. So if I'm coming in and out, yeah, there we go. I'm peeking again. Anyways, um yeah, got bigger bigger uh bigger problems. We do. Right now the big problems are coming in, at least for me particularly, are coming in Manchester, both at Old Trafford and at the Eddie Had. The Man City train is a rolling in full swing now. I think they have been for a while, but they are cruising along now five in the last five. I'm pretty sure last week they were five in their last five. So, you know, what's another two games they under their belt? Yeah, they um They've got it humming, and again, um, really the surprise is the defense. Mm-hmm. I mean, they just 14 goals now, I think, uh, with this one from Liverpool. Uh, 14 goals all season. I mean, that's 
that's quite an accomplishment yeah from a side that that was really their undoing even when they were at their best it was always you know when is this going to let them down and mm-hmm. I, you know Ruben Diaz has come in and he's found a partnership with John Stones which you know provided they stay healthy I don't see uh I don't see them falling off and luckily enough for them they're young enough to where you know it's not like a like a band-aid you know with a 33-year-old center back that's just fitting in so mm-hmm. not good no not good uh, uh we dropped points united that is over the weekend to Everton uh what probably could be considered a very entertaining game to watch to the average non-fan of either team um or at least a non-fan of United, uh, turned into just dread. It's like, it's, it's like this, like, how do I explain the feeling? Right. Cause we didn't lose. We still got a point. Uh, but the idea of being the better side going up, looking like the better side at most times in the game, and then just walking away with, for all intents and purposes, nothing. There's just like the, you're not mad so much. You're not sad because your team didn't lose, but there's just this big heavy pit that sits in your stomach after the 90 minutes go. And you're just, you can't roll your eyes more. Like, this is what we got to show for what for those 90 minutes, and it's just infuriating. It really is. Um, I mean, it doesn't help that it was Everton. And that's no. just, it's just never, never good. Never enjoyable. That did not help. Um, But yeah, so you kind of got it from both sides this week. So you lost on your own and then you had to shoot you in the head match that did you no favors mm-hmm. with uh man city winning comfortably i mean it's pretty much theirs to win right i find there's yep. this infatuation with you know as soon as there's the first double digit lead no matter when i mean it was like that when liverpool had 10 points three years ago over city at new year's and then they could have gone 10 points clear city won one nil or Two one. There was the one where the ball was cleared off the line, thirteen millimeters or whatever. Yeah. And it was just this huge infatuation. No one's ever had a lead this big and let it go. And it's like, okay, well, well, there is seventeen match weeks left here, mm-hmm. right? And and if we've seen anything this year, it's that it just takes one linchpin to fall out. I mean, look at Wolves. You know, when when they saw when they sold Jata away. And then mm-hmm. Jimenez goes out, and now look at them. I mean, yeah. they're they're floundering at best. And, you know, the other part is the angle that Manchester City would give you last year on why they were down so much, and they had, you know, Laporte out for an injury. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you lose your best center back at the time for an injury, and it affected your team. Fair enough. I know how that feels mm-hmm. with three. So let's say Diaz goes out. Let's say... You know, Stones goes out. I mean, there yeah. are literally seventeen match weeks left. Yeah, I mean, it, it's definitely well, it's definitely not a runaway. 15, now? fifteen, yeah, fourteen, depending on what half match week we're in. Yes, yeah, I think there's fifteen. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's definitely not a, a runaway in a point spread. But at this time, without something major like that happening, you know, you really don't see where the crack in the armor is now with. Europe starting back up next week. Um, you know, d- does that affect them both in rotation wise? Because uh, they they have they did have those a week off, two weeks off, whatever it was. But that was a month or two ago, three months ago. 
they're catching up on their matches played. They're still a game in hand with the other top six um, uh, clubs. So does adding. They're going to have to make that matchup. But they're also in all three domestic competitions. Exactly. exactly. So, I mean, it's not it's not the most unlikely thing that some points will be dropped even without a player going out. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the nature of the game. Um, yeah. I don't think anyone – I mean, and if you look, technically I think they're – Prior to playing Liverpool, I think they were like three points worse off than they were last year at this time. So let's make no mistake about it. This year is completely wild, right? Mm -hmm. Liverpool set this unattainable pace last year at this point. And then everyone else made it look like, oh, well, the competition's so bad. No one's saying how bad the competition is now. In fact, most people are saying this is the most competitive and best looking the Premier League's looked in a long time. Well, if you look at the numbers, Manchester City in first was points worse than they were last year in second at this point. Mm-hmm. So wouldn't that mean this year is worse? Not necessarily, because I think there's you, we drop points. Uh, teams are dropping points to teams where you don't normally expect it to drop points to. Mainly of those, and I'm not even talking bottom table teams. I'm talking teams like your Southamptons, that were always going to nick one or two from the big six. There was no way they were going to be top of the league last year or any year prior for an, or top four for an extended period of time like they were and stealing points away from some of the bigger clubs. Same thing with the Leeds United coming in and putting four ones on people that they don't have any business doing that to for all intents and purposes. Yeah. Wolves the same until Jota goes and uh, Jimenez goes out. So, I know it's an interesting it's an interesting year. It's a fun year to watch. I think you had said it best uh, a couple of weeks ago about how water is kind of finding its level because um, you look at the top five: Man City, United, uh, Leicester, Liverpool, Chelsea, right? And then below that's West Ham, Everton, Tottenham. I mean, that's West Ham's a little weird in there, but outside of that, that's about what we would come to expect out of a year, right? Yeah, I just I, I don't know. I feel like. You know, some I don't know. Is it the the is it the English condition where everything needs to be muddled up, right? That's how they like the mm-hmm. game to be played. That's how mm-hmm. they like the table to look. Uh, doesn't always mean it's better. I don't think anyone would say. Although there have been maybe some more entertaining storylines, uh, and short of the first what four weeks of the season where every match was like four, three. Yeah. I don't know if you could really say that what you're seeing up to this point this year is better than what we had last year. Now, granted, I know it isn't for me, but like I said, even on the whole, no one, I mean, you don't, when I heard that about man city being better last year, last week than they were this year, you could have put a gun to my head and asked me that prior to telling me, and I would have never guessed that because right. it doesn't feel that way. Right. But when you look back, I mean, there was right. Lester all the way up into January, they were flying. Now they're playing really well now, but you know, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know. And I think, I think when Europe comes back here on, on the 16th, that's going to take a toll. Uh, if teams stay in because of this, I mean, because of the amount of games being played, the no off season. I mean, you're going to see, I think a, a new, a secondary reshuffle towards the top and it might not be man city, 
but it might be that West Ham continues to make ground when a Liverpool continue to slip or, mm-hmm. you know, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I, you know, Chelsea, can they hold on now? Right. Can they absorb taking on extra match weeks like that? I mean, it's definitely going to be interesting to see. I mean, we, we've said it a few times. So this week is uh, FA Cup week. And so United won today against West Ham. So West Ham's going to have an extra extra days of rest throughout the next coming uh, month or two as FA Cup continues to play out now that they've been bounced. But you got the likes of Leicester, Man City, Everton, Tottenham still in there. Chelsea still in there. So, you know, that plus Europe kicking into gear next uh next week yeah it, it i mean more matches unfortunately lead to at minimum more rotations uh but sometimes injuries pop up i don't know uh i i think it'll be interesting to watch forward is there is there like a stutter step slip that city does or any other team in the top four do uh i know united that you know coming off uh everton it was a tough win today against uh west ham I'm going to be looking intently to see if they can correct themselves. Pogba's out for three weeks. All right, what are we going to do in midfield? What, you know, what's the pairing? He's been, he was playing some of his best football all season. Then he gets right. hurt, you know, as Pogba does. So, you know, do we continue to slip a little bit or do we straighten the ship out? I don't know. Uh, yeah, time I mean, will tell. Just looking in, in the Champions League, we've got, you know, City is left. They're taking on uh, uh, Gladbach. Um Chelsea have Atletico Madrid, and Liverpool have Leipzig. Um, so some some interesting matchups just looking at the, the teams themselves. I mean, Liverpool, you know, we've chronicled their, uh, their ills so far. Uh, but Leipzig, you know, a fun team to watch. Um, Julian Nagelsmith there, someone who I, you know, if Stevie G's not ready when uh, Klopp steps down, Nagelsmith is someone who I think he does a great job. Um, Chelsea at Atletico, I mean, I don't know. I, I don't see, I don't see how they make it out of that one. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't see a them going to Atletico and putting up much of a fight at all. Um, I mean, um, to be fair. No one really does. So true. Uh, but then you know the good news is um, Man City, uh, as they do in competitions where there are draws, have a nice, nice roundabout uh, trip to Germany. Actually, here's a question: Are they allowed into Germany? I haven't seen a report to say that they aren't, unlike it, Liverpool. But it must be because they don't play until the 24th, and so that just hasn't been ruled on yet. Yeah, but Liverpool, and for those who don't know, Liverpool are playing Leipzig, the home leg, uh, in Budapest, mm-hmm. because the German government refused uh, Liverpool's entry into the country because of the UK's stance. Well, not stance, hey, but their position in the pandemic right now. Don't feel left out. United aren't allowed into Spain. We have to play in Turin, so we get yeah. we get Juventus Stadium. We get the old lady stadium, but. Yeah, so they must not. I mean, either that or I just haven't seen it. Maybe I should look it up prior to talking about it. Um, yeah, but that would make us seem too much like professionals. So of the three, I don't want to do something lazy and just be like, well, you know, who do you think's going to advance? Mm-hmm. I mean, I think Man City's pegged uh, pretty clear here. Uh, Liverpool have their 
troubles. It was going to be a tough matchup prior anyways. But looking at the group in general, I mean, we got some other, not the group, but looking at the knockout matches in general, we got mm-hmm. some other pretty nice matchups. Uh, Barcelona meet Paris Saint-Germain. Everybody remembers what was that three years ago, uh, the 6-1 comeback in the second leg. Mm-hmm. Uh, Porto and Juventus, Sevilla and Dortmund, uh, Lazio and Bayern, and Atalanta and Madrid, which, you know, Madrid has had their fair share of problems this year. Uh, yes. I think one that's going to be really interesting is going to be Sevilla and Dortmund. Mm-hmm. I think it's two sides that have plenty of quality, but I don't think there's too much when it comes to a home and home tie format, right? I, I think I think it's got the makings of something that could be a really nice, uh, some high goals scored, whatnot. I mean, the other ones it'd be too easy to say Barcelona, PSG, but at the same time, Barcelona isn't exactly on top of the world anymore. You know, this isn't 2014. No, and PSG's got all the guns, but. Until they show me something. In Europe? Yeah. Yeah, I don't care. I mean, to be fair, yes, yes, yes. They did make the final last year. But, you know, one year. One year and a a restart with no fans doesn't. Mm -hmm. uh, But again, you know, still no fans now. So pretty, um, I don't know. And I still, I always, every year this comes up, I'm always so forgetful on how the, round of 16 goes right so you start on the 16th and then you have wednesday the 17th and you have those four sets of matches and then the following week i anticipate okay the return fixture no it's the other four set of matches yeah and so so they do the week gap in between so you go back and you can play so you have a two-week break weird weird but you know whatever well, so just just briefly on on that Dortmund uh, Sevilla game, I'm I'm looking at uh, some Sevilla statistics. They the last match that they lost in league, uh, including the Copa del Rey, uh, was back on January 12th, and that was against Atletico Madrid. And then yep. prior to that, they hadn't lost a match until all the way back uh, into November, and that was against. Or December fifth, I'm sorry, and that was against Real Madrid. So they're not a bad team. They're putting two, three, four, five goals up every match. Um, yeah. So Dortmund better, I don't know, better screw their knickers on tight because I don't think it's a walk in the park there. Yeah, bang on. Uh, they're they're definitely in form. Uh, Dortmund, you know, has a soft place in my heart even prior to us getting clapped. I mean, I don't know how you can look at the yellow uh, wall and how do you not, not love, love it, it? Right. That's right. Um, they also sing a pretty nice song there before every match too. But I digress. Mm-hmm. Um. And then, you know, Lazio, Bayern. I mean, Bayern is the the king of the world. Uh, Lazio, uh, they love a goal fest too. Um, And then Atalanta and Madrid. You know, Madrid defensively has been, I know, I mean, they barely made it out of the group stage. And Atalanta had a tough go um, in the group stage. They also almost didn't make it out uh, in Mm -hmm. Liverpool's group. But, I mean, they were moments away from getting to the final over PSG last year. I mean, this is a team that will not hold back when it comes to getting out on the front foot, pressing, and attacking. And so, I honestly, I really wouldn't be surprised if Madrid went into the, the return fixture down, you know, 2-1, 3-1. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't think I'm expecting 
uh, an Atalanta victory over Madrid when everything's said and done. However, this is a Real Madrid team that can get rattled easily when they go down. Like you said, they, they're not having their best performances in the league. And to be frank, the last couple of years haven't been much of anything for them. Um, could we see a shocker here? I mean, because I think it would be a shocker. Uh, oh, absolutely. I, but I, I mean, mean I'd, I'd love to see it. It's going to be one of those shockers that's on name brand alone, right? Yeah. Where when you look at it and you're like, yeah, it's still Real Madrid. They still have these horses. They still have the big guns. But like, what have they done with them this year? Right? Benzema is still sitting on the bench. I mean, to be fair, uh, since I've done it with a couple others, uh, Real Madrid in their last five uh, have won, if I do this correctly, two out of their last five. Mm, not good. And so losses to Celta Vigos, uh, losses to Ususana, uh, and then a double loss in the Supercopa and the Copa del Rey. <laughs> and then Alves, they lost. They lost to Levante. Uh, I mean, and then they win two matches after that to Getafe and someone else. I mean, the form is not on their side in that battle. So, yeah, what happened, Zizou? Yeah, he'll be gone for a second time or third. Is it now? I well, I don't know why he ever came back. What do you? What do you? I mean, generally, I when they throw a bag of cash that weighs more than your wife, you probably go, "All right, yeah, I'll come back for a little bit." Fair enough. Fair enough. Well, I'm excited. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know who doesn't like the Champions League. Uh Always enjoyable, fun to bet on. Uh, but I wanted to, I wanted to take a, a quick moment um, and just kind of I don't know. An announcement probably is too formal, but you know we're gonna we 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 led with United and we led with Liverpool today, and we kind of had a talk you and I prior mm-hmm. to this recording this, and we decided that you know we've almost been handcuffing ourselves. You know, we wanted to make sure we were level and even keeled. I even think we said so in the first episode. And I'm just going to be completely honest. That's not any fun. Yeah. And uh, I like to have fun and you like to have fun. And so I think and you think and we think here at Top Drawer that let's not be so level and even keeled. Um I don't get checks cut by anyone that has a TV deal with the Premier mm-hmm. League. So mm-hmm. I don't need to be objective when I don't feel like being objective. Correct. And and even more so, I think uh, the part about watching sports and things like that isn't so much just the, you know, the binary ones and twos. You know, what is it? It's not about the X's and O's. It's about the Jimmy's and Joe's. Well, it's That's like right. that when it comes to fans too, right? Sports is an emotional cathartic release. That's the premise of it. We enjoy it. We enjoy professional sports because we enjoyed playing those sports as kids. And mm-hmm. it's fun to watch the people in the best in the world, you know, ply that that craft. Um, and so I think that's kind of kind of what it's all about, right? Having fun. And so doing this is something where I think there's a lot of personal experiences that you and I have. Uh, and shocker, a lot of them aren't based around Brighton. Yeah. Right? As much My, as we're Tariq Lamptey fans, yeah. I don't really care. <laughs> big. I don't have big, you know, visceral, uh, personal memories that have anything to do with Burnley. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, it's just not. And so I think you and I both 
agreed that we're going to lean on that a little bit, right? Yeah. And so we're going to, I mean, we're both brothers. We're on the opposite spectrum as a Liverpool fan and a United fan. So rather than try to, you know, keep that under wraps and, and only allow it to come to surface when it organically shows up and is needed, I think we're really going to kind of just, you know, just take let the, it loose a little the bit. straps off, right? Yeah. Because I think, to be fair, organic when it organic, organically comes up, well, for us, that's all the time. We're, we're having to inorganically force down our nature as fans of our particular clubs. Uh, and that's doing a disservice to, to us and to anybody who's listening because it's not who we are. We're not level-headed pundits. We're fans, and I think it, it's going to... It's yeah, going to be a is, change, but this is like the part in like Dangerous Minds where Michelle Pfeiffer decides to stop trying to teach like straight out the book, right? That's right. This is the part in The Wire where uh, what's his name in season four, who's now the math teacher, is teaching the kids how to play dice so he can teach them about odds and probability, <laughs> right? So yeah, so I mean, we're still gonna. I mean, we just did that right there in the Champions League. We talked more non-English than we did English. So Mm -hmm. it's still going to be Premier League based. Um, You know, we're going to do some fun, different things. It's not just, you know, what happened this week? What's happening next week? I mean, probably some more experience-based stuff, things that, you know, more personal stories, things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know. I'm I'm pretty excited about it. I think it's going to, if I can get this fucking game to stop changing itself on me, it'll, I, you know, my God. But anyways, there you go. anyways. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I mean, it, we're going to take it from trying to be, uh, I don't know, kind of mildly funny pundits that try to address every match that happened over the weekend to, I watched the United matches, you watched the Liverpool matches, and then by the grace of God, if our schedules work out where we can catch another match throughout the weekend, then that works too. And we'll talk about the stuff that we saw, uh, you know, within the games, the things that we caught just in the sphere of English football. Uh, and we're just going to talk about it. It's going to be a lot more freeing, right? I don't want to have to sit down and rewatch. We talked about this rewatch matches that I didn't watch over the weekend because I need to be able to talk about Burnley and West Brown. Yeah. I don't it's care. Just, yeah. I really just don't care. Yeah, and truly, I mean, it's, you know, a lot of this is going to be more more based to, you know, what you would hear if you were in my garage with us, right? Or right. if you were at the pub with us. And it's not just going to be this and that. I mean, we'll still try to to bring you that, you know, wonderful, groundbreaking statistical analysis that you've come to know and love us by. But, uh, you know probably a lot more swearing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. a lot like. of that a lot of that um but we'll see we'll see so. and we're renewing our uh what feels like long forgotten uh uh push to get rob McElnery on the show to talk about rixham um because god damn it i want season tickets to a welsh football club for some reason yeah yeah agreed uh um Definitely need to get Rob and Ryan on here. Uh, mm-hmm. Rex, I saw actually today, I believe it was just now 100% finalized. Fantastic. The, the takeover. So, well, look at that. I didn't even see that in this coalescing. It's fantastic. It's beautiful. Exactly. Exactly. So we'll uh, we'll get, whenever that intern shows up, we'll get the intern on it. Um, but 
let's let's go back to last week and uh let's see what what came of the picks yes indeed so there was my math off the top of my head is correct 16 matches uh last week cuz they include the end of match week 22 match week 23 you know who the hell who the hell knows anymore um I once again was victorious, as I tend to often be. I went eleven and five. Adam, you went nine and seven. Um, just looking about here, um, anytime somebody picked Liverpool, which was mostly you, I picked them one time. That was not a good bet. And may I suggest in future, maybe stray away from picking Liverpool anymore. Um, you know, Tottenham's got. We both hit big on Tottenham a couple of times. Um, City keep cranking out the wins. You hit this is one thing that I found interesting. So both are draws. I picked a draw and you picked a draw, and we both hit. You took the United Everton game as a draw, and I had a Brighton drawing with I can't remember who they played. So I'm finding that interesting hitting the draws. We each only generally pick one per side or per some, per pick them, and we and we both hit them this week. So that some was real fun. Rain Man shit right there. That's right. That's right. So this week, we have a whole new slate. Now, I don't know, is it only, I think it's only match week 24, right, that we're working with this week. I don't think it bleeds into 25, and I think we've wrapped up all of 23. So we should only have 10 games to play at maximum. We do. It's a Saturday, Sunday, double on Monday slate. Look at that. Back to just normal schedule. You love to see it. That's right. That's right. You know, um... Nothing wild. The The good news is uh, I either get to start it off and put it all in the past or I get to take my medicine early because it starts off with Leicester hosting Liverpool at 7.30 on Saturday. So uh, Council has heeded your advice, uh, but Council has refused to take your advice mm. on the premise of, fuck that. So I'm taking Liverpool. All right. Well, that's... All right, well, I'm taking Leicester, and I might actually put some money on that game considering that we're seeing here they're getting uh, almost two and a half to one odds. That's not bad. Fair enough. Fair so enough. Leicester on mine. Put your dirty magic all over it. That's right. Exactly what I need. Exactly what I need. Your, 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 uh, your uncaring gambling touch, as mm-hmm. your bank account, I'm sure, would show. That's true. All right, well, so we got a, a single 10 o'clock matchup on Saturday. Crystal Palace hosts Burnley. So <laughs> this is why I hate Burnley so much, because I hate Burnley so much, and that means I have to put my hope and faith in Roy Hodgson. How terrible forgot, is that? I forgot about the owl. I haven't watched a Crystal Palace game in a little bit, and I forgot that man's still kind of alive. Alive, yeah. It's, yeah. it's outstanding. So, yes, uh, give me give me Crystal Palace. All right, uh, I'm going to stick with Burnley here. They're doing something. I don't know what, but Sir Andyche is moving. Playing a low block is what they're doing. (laughs) Uh, Your lunchtime matchup, Man City against Spurs. Uh, Put me down, Man City. Yep, same. And then uh, for the afternoon cap, we have Brighton hosting Aston Villa. What do you got? Uh, I've picked Aston Villa the last couple of times, and I think they've let me down almost every... Oh, well, they won last week, but, you know, I'm taking Brighton. Yeah, I'll uh, I'll split with you on that. I'll take Villa. All right. All right. Sunday morning, we've got Southampton taking on Wolves. Southampton did not let in nine goals this week. 
That's what we call personal growth. Um, I'm going to take Wolves. I mean, they still lost, so it's also I, just... Well, hey, baby steps. To right? Newcastle. And, well, they did have St. Maxim back, who looked like a man on fire. Uh, but yeah, they did still lose. But I'm, I'm going to take Wolves here. So Ralph's misery continues for a bit. Yeah, I'm going to have Wolves as well. Here you go. So you get uh, you get hopefully off the bounce, right? So you guys travel to West Brom. West Brom hosting Manchester United. Yeah, this is uh, United for me. Uh, hopefully we put Big Sam in this place. So I'm glad you said that because if they uh, had our, our our very own still at the helm there, I would take Eastern European Nightclub FC. However, they don't, so I will be forced to take uh, Manchester United. It's turned from uh, Eastern European FC to Big Sam's World of Big Pies, Bromwich yeah, Albion. Gravy so. and Fries FC. Yeah. All right, Arsenal hosts Leeds. Um, can I go Leeds here? I think I want to. You can. You Why can not? Do you like. Why not? I'm taking Leeds. That one would definitely be fun. I'll stick with Arsenal here. Okay, Everton and Fulham. I've got uh, Sir Carlo and Everton on that. Indeed, Carlo it is. So we moved uh, to Monday. So like I said, we have a double uh, We have a double slate on Monday. So the 1 o'clock matchup is West Ham hosting Sheffield United. I'll take the Hammers. Same for me. All right, and then we're, let's give our prediction on the last one. So we've got Oof. Chelsea, Newcastle. Chelsea hosting Newcastle. I mean, Newcastle coming off the win uh, to, against Southampton. I mean, that's not a super impressive win. Although Chelsea, I, I don't know. I, I'm never going to be confident with them, especially brand new manager. They've won, won two games with them. Do they? Does that new manager, uh, 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 new car smell wear off by this point, or are they still cruising on that high? I don't know. Uh All right, give me Newcastle. Atta boy, what's your score? 3-2. Nice, nice. Big game, big game. I'm coming out with a 1-1, a 1-1 a draw here. So now that is going to suck because if it's 3-2 and I watch the game, I'm going to be happy because, A, it's a good game. If, it, if I watch the game and it turns into a 1-1 in the piss and rain in London, I'm going to be very upset. Well... What are you going to hold your breath on? <laughs> Neither, really. Okay. <laughs> Fantastic. All right. Well, glad uh, glad you guys made it through with us on that. Appreciate you guys allowing us that PSA. And, and uh, hopefully here moving forward, there'll be a little bit more debauchery. Uh, let yeah. our proverbial hair down as we are both uh, bald. But mm. I think you get what I'm saying. Yeah. Um, so why don't you go ahead, hit some business, and then we'll wrap this up and we'll get out of here. Yeah. So uh, you guys can, as you know, email us at topdrawpod at gmail.com. Make sure you're following us on our Instas or following us on our socials. Our Instagram is topdrawpod, uh, topdrawpod on Twitter and topdrawpodcast on Facebook. Uh, our Patreon is patreon.com backslash topdrawer. Uh, and ensure that you are following and subscribed on Apple Podcasts and all other podcast platforms so you can get our new episodes every day they drop. Um, and be sure to hit us up in our DMs, on our comments, on our pictures, 
uh, email us, do whatever you like to do to get in touch with us. Tell us if you're going to like the new format. If you hate it and you hate us, doesn't matter. We'll take the feedback. Probably throw it out the window, but there we know, go. It'll get to us. That's the key. <laughs> Outstanding. All right. Well, again, thanks so much. We will see you guys and talk to you guys next week on Wednesday. As always, I'm Adam. I'm Alex. And this is Top Drawer.